From Centered, welcome to the Take Root Podcast, where our purpose is to share testimonies that encourage you to deepen your roots of faith. Join host Karen Johnson to hear stories of those who have experienced God directing their own lives to a deeper, engaged faith. Well, hello, friends. You might recognize the name of our guest today, Chris Slumry. He was on the podcast last year, sharing about a nonprofit he founded called One Step Hope helping those with addiction and mental illness. And he shared his own story of healing from various addictions. And through that process, Chris has been discovering that creativity offers a significant gift of healing. After leaving a high-powered, high-paying job, Chris began living into his giftedness as an author, musician, and creator of documentaries. And as he continues on this journey of discovery, his passion for helping others to find their own creativity is just exploding. So I'm excited for us all to listen to this continuing story that God is writing in the life of Chris Lumry. Welcome, Chris. Hi, Karen. Hey, good to see you again and your beautiful smile. <laughs> uh, so good to see you. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Well, every time I am with you lately, you just kind of seem to be overflowing with joy and excitement. Tell us about that and about the connection you're finding between creativity and joy. So this is such a fascinating area because it, for me, it combines my passions around art, around science, around wellness, and really around intimacy with God. And for me, creativity was transformed through new experiences of God. Mm -hmm. And um, there's actually a lot of scientific research about attachment theory. Um, They're looking at how they've studied how creativity affects positive um, effect Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like emotional wellness. And they're seeing these positive linkages to experiences of creativity and joy positive emotional health. And um, I had no expectation, Karen. I had no plan to focus on creativity, to write a book about creativity, to be on this journey of helping people with their creativity. It is the biggest surprise to me, Um, but it all stems from this experience with God as a father. Mm. And um, we talk a lot about how childlikeness and and the um, qualities that children carry maybe more naturally some that some of us adults have forgotten. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. How it's, it's rocket fuel. It's, it's like a superpower in creativity, mm-hmm. whether you express in the arts or problem solving in relationships, experiences, there's so many forms of creativity. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And, and God is, Oh, it's so exciting. How, how do you think our understanding of creativity affects how we experience God and his kingdom? So I think there's so much potential for believers to experience more joy, more peace, more of the fruit that Jesus paid for Mm. by activating creativity. Mm. It is core to our human nature. We think about just kind of the core aspects of being a human being. We're created in God's image. God first reveals himself as a creator. Yes, he does. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, I work with people who are believers, non-believers, use different language, but especially when talking with believers, um, it's interesting that so many people struggle to believe or see their creativity mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know struggle with comparison to others. Yeah. Um, yeah. When it is such an inherent aspect of, you know, God's image in us. Yeah. And I think that's why there's a lot of um, I'd say spiritual resistance to it, mm. as well as so much potential. And in this era of dealing with a pandemic, dealing with a lot of political divisiveness, um, dealing with access to information that we have on a scale beyond what we've ever had before. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of reasons for stress. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons for anxiety. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the stats that are out there. 
Yeah. Um, and creativity holds a lot of keys through an approach that's healthy and rooted in the kingdom mm. for unlocking peace and joy. Um, and mm. I, I personally believe it's, it's actually a key to flourishing as a human being. Wow. Yeah. I, I believe that's true. And, and I, so you're saying this is, uh, an answer perhaps, or, or a piece, a healing piece for anxiety and depression and a lot of the stuff we're seeing now. I think it's, yeah, I think so. And a lot of our responses to these challenges have been reactive, mm-hmm. which those solutions are great. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we talk about on our platform and in and, and the book and our workshops um, is this idea of practically building joy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, part of my story and how it links together even to, you know, what I've shared on the last time here. And <laughs> I feel very honored that you'd have, have me on here twice. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> You've got so um, much more going on. <laughs> we need to hear been, about it. <laughs> it's been wild. So, you know, I, I got into this space because one, experiences of creativity um, transform my life. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, what I shared about kind of on the last last podcast, this new experience of God, this healing that allowed me to really love myself, mm. to really receive receive love in a new way. I could immediately love my creativity in a way that wasn't possible before. Wow! And I began to pick up expressions like music, um, you know, meaningful conversations like what we're having right now. That it's creative in nature; it didn't exist before mm. this call. Mm. And you can sense the connection that forms. Mm-hmm. And I love you know. There's a lot of science and research about connection. You can sense it in conversations that carry that kind of, yeah. you know, skin tingling feeling. And so as I begin to experience these new expressions, um, there was this permission for it to be, how do I describe it? I just remember having God unlocking things hmm. in my creative journey that I hadn't touched for 10 years. And there is such a, such an experience of joy, such an experience of delight and really of intimacy with God that came. Hmm. And I remember just being like, God, if this is just for me, that's enough. Yeah. And these these real internal intrinsic motivators mm-hmm. like joy, like satisfaction are really a game changer for creativity. Some people listen to this might be like, oh, I'm not sure about that because they've had painful experiences of creativity. Yeah. And one of the keys that we that from my own journey, then I'll share a little bit more in a second mm-hmm. um, about working with people we've seen is when we can quiet external pressures and find and actually find and experience what brings us joy, meaning, delight whether or not people reward or recognize us for it, mm-hmm. it is a powerful motivator for our lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, coming from this field and, and still working in the space and volunteering in the space of recovery mental health, we can know all the right things to do. Mm-hmm. We can know the solutions. We can know even in our own lives what we want to change, how we want to grow in our faith. Mm-hmm. But we downplay the importance of experiences of joy and goodness. Oh, it's just so good. That's so good. What, what I'm sitting here thinking is, um, I'll go to my my mind, my little mind. <laughs> yes, I, I'm I'm not I'm not artistic. I'm not. Um, a, I would say a musician. I used to sing a lot, but I I lost the opportunities through that. So when you speak of creativity, you're not just talking about someone who is a good artist or a good musician. What, tell me more about what creativity looks like. Cause you just defined a minute ago, our conversation has never happened before. So yes. we are, we are in a creative process right now, which by the way, brings me deep joy. So tell, tell us a little bit more about what you mean when you say bringing out creativity in people, what, what else does it look like? That's a great question. Yes. Well, we, we go back to just simply the dictionary definition of the word which uh, means to make or produce, but also to bring into existence something that hasn't existed before. And for the science lovers out there, 
Um, mm. Neuroscientists in the field of positive psychology are talking a lot about how creative our thoughts are. Mm. And neuroplasticity is real. And it's also very biblical, you know, that mm. our very, our creativity actually starts with our thoughts and our words. Mm. And we see, you know, everything kind of flows out of that. It's one of the biggest kind of most common barriers to people accessing the joy of creativity is this perspective that I'm not creative. When I'm working with people, my, my encouragement is you're actually already creating. You just mm. may not be realizing it. And there's yeah. also, there's something real too, where, you know, you might be working and this is where I've been at times in my life. I'm working in a job that it's not bringing necessarily a lot of fulfillment or joy, but I'm still adding, I'm still part of bringing something into existence that's there. And it can mm. be an experience, a relationship. And so it's less of, am I creative or not? I think a, a more helpful way of looking at it is I'm already creating, but is the creativity actually unlocking the value that mm. it could in my life? Yeah. And that's where childlikeness mm-hmm. and this experience of the father's heart is so important mm. because it gives us permission to realize that we can love where we are and grow from there. In the words of one of our common friends, um, I, I'm borrowing that from Mr. Ulrich. Okay. <laughs> if you remember from, uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Back yeah, yeah, in the day, yeah. but it stuck with me all these years. Mm. And it's, it's the same. It's rocket fuel for our creativity that recognizing that we are fully loved as we are because shame, regret, fear, those things Mm-hmm. Our creativity killers, and they they really just negatively impact us in so many ways that we can yeah. kind of grow from there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so again, the things that unlock our creativity are yeah. So childlikeness is is really helpful for That's, that. Mm-hmm. Um, and taking an approach that we can give ourselves permission to learn and grow. Um, Psychology has shown us that one of the most effective ways to build a new habit in any form mm-hmm. is to break it into really small steps. Hmm. and um, then celebrate the heck out of each step. There's also some interesting research that um, we're starting to get into more of, you know, for some people, they are kind of self-motivated. They kind of activate change and growth in their own lives. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are wired for connection and community so that we actually need mm-hmm. that kind of support to, to make changes in our lives. Oh, it's, you know, good. why workshops are so valuable, why, huh. why we go to, you know, there's so much of, you know, why we're wired for community and, and why change happens through communal aspects. Boy, that's um, so good. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Do, do you have do you have a few stories you could share of some of the people you've worked with where their creativity has been unlocked and what happened through that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. So um, before I share that real quick, I just want oh, yeah. one of the one of the values I think that we underweight in the church, especially for creativity, hmm. are these experiences of goodness and joy. You know, Scripture talks about how the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Mm-hmm. The fruit of the spirit includes you know many positive attributes including those two. Mm-hmm. And I say this with love, but I think our experiences sometimes of our walk with God is lessened because we, we have an expectation mm-hmm. um, that, that's based on our experience of what it's been. And that childlike approach to say, hey, I can honor my journey with God. I can honor my creative process. I can honor what I've experienced and be open to more is both very kingdom in nature and scripturally accurate, as well as it's actually what um, we see within this field of neuroscience where our mindsets and our perspectives matter so much. And um, we, as I was saying earlier, we can have areas in our lives, you know, it could be in how I show up as a friend. It could be in, you know, personal health. It could be in, you know, maybe wanting to change how I connect to a coping mechanism that I want to change. Mm-hmm. I have ideas on strategies, but we underweight the, exper- the importance of experiences of goodness and joy. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says that 
that it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. And that's what, what I started seeing through the storytelling work with the nonprofit was so many folks that we were capturing had this incredible hope who have seen their lives change after dealing with addiction or mental health challenges is that they're all creating something. Uh-huh. They're saying yes to something. Mm-hmm. It might be building a family. It might be pursuing a, a career. It might be, you know, engaging in nature or an art form. And mm-hmm. one of the gifts that, you know, that experience gives many people is this ability and this opportunity to kind of take a look at life and say, hey, is this actually producing what I want to mm-hmm. produce? And so that's one of the values that we've seen in person. I've experienced it's, mm-hmm. it's been, you know, my, my personal experience with finding sobriety, finding freedom, finding life it became this kind of invitation to not just returning somewhere, but actually practically building joy and purpose and peace. Mm-hmm. And it's all, for me, it's, it all comes back to intimacy with God Yeah, and where creativity is this form of worship with yeah. it's beautiful. I know I got totally off the track. I know no, 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 but, but I've okay. Some as well, but all right. We're, we're, okay. Okay. We'll come back to a couple stories, but you just got me thinking about something too. It in, I love every time you bring up like neuroscience and our brains and because that we are just, you know, we've just touched the tip of the iceberg in terms of what we understand about the brain and some of yeah. the things you're talking about and the creativity of God. When you look at how our brain works, you know, that's a little bit more mind-boggling right there but i love how god's creation speaks and when we even study his science his creation Mm -hmm. the brain or the nervous system our bodies study music study math that's worship Mm -hmm. and it's entering into his creativity with him when we seek to understand all those things so there's creativity just in alone in that and worship Uh, So I love what you just said a minute ago. It made me think of that because that's kind of the philosophy of education that we taught from was all of that. It's incredible. And it's so true because it draws us into a place of wonder and gratitude. Yeah. And one of my passions for the space of, you know, we serve people from different worldviews and backgrounds. Mm -hmm. But when you experience, I struggle to kind of like put it into words, but that feeling that you're just fully alive, that feeling of joy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, research also talks about kind of this idea of flow, say of creative flow. Mm -hmm. Um, it is such a powerful experience that it can't help but begin to raise questions about where does this come from? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of people out there whose experiences are different in life mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the goodness of creativity points to the goodness of the creator. Mm-hmm. And the more, as you're saying, Karen, the more that we learn about the brain, the more that we learn about science, mm-hmm. it reveals the genius of God. Yes. And oh, yeah. it's, it's powerful. Stunning. <laughs> All right. No, so now let's come back to a few stories. And when you say we serve people from all different backgrounds, remind us again who we is and where these stories yes. are coming from. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for the last, goodness, about 16 months, 17 months, um, I've been leading um, online workshops and have an e-course now. We're actually just launching an app that was based on content. I wrote a book about the creative process mm-hmm. and I've got a, an amazing team. Our platform is called One Step Guides. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the we that we're facilitating these experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, yeah. So you have One Step Hope, which the stories of people coming out of yep. addiction and and sharing that to help and encourage others in that world of men- mental health and addictions. And now you have One Step Guides. So it's a separate company, a platform that's dedicated to creativity. There you go. And mm-hmm. um, focused on helping people build practically joy and purpose in their lives. And um, mm-hmm. we're actually talking about branding right now because it does get a little confusing. Yeah, um, yeah. But the the one one just distinction I want to make is 
Um, actually, most folks who have done workshops with us and been kind of part of this process aren't folks with personal experiences of recovery. Mm. Um, <laughs> we work with tech professionals, um, healthcare professionals, um, finance professionals, stay-at-home parents, artists, musicians, um, helping them upgrade their experience of creativity. Some who are starting out thinking, I'm probably not creative. Mm. Others know they're creative, but they're just tired, burnt out, frustrated, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Or they might be doing well and just looking for more joy in the nice. process. Nice. Okay. All right. So now share a couple of stories and um, and share the name of the book. It's coming out soon. Yes. So it's called Creativity Unlocked. And it might be live by the time this is launched. Okay. Um, so it's we're we're gonna we're kind of pairing the launch with the start of the new year when people are looking to kind of practically make changes. Awesome. Um, and explore new things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So a couple stories. Um, we had an incredible participant um, who has been a nurse for multiple decades. She actually lost her husband to cancer, and um, I've known this family for years. Um, and wow. so she was adventurous and decided to join kind of early on with one of our first challenges and, and workshops. In her words, um, along with the incredible resources she was accessing through counseling, creativity was, and, and the challenge in the workshop was the first time she was able to embrace joy again mm. um, and helping her transition from places where she was experiencing more peace and comfort and practically build and explore kind of her creative passions. Mm. Um, wow. And she's been part of our community for over a year now, um, is doing amazing things. She's actually been She's become a factor research assistant with the work um, because she's so passionate about it. And she is actually um, now pursuing a PhD in neuroscience. Oh, my goodness. Like it's kind of helped her enunciate. Um, There have been other sources of encouragement for this, too, that uh, have have helped her in this journey. And her expressions include Hmm. neuroscience or kind of creative themes, Hmm. uh, hospitality, um, Mm -hmm. teaching and -hmm. learning. Mm -hmm. And um, that's one of the things we talk a lot about is, you know, we're multifaceted as creative beings. Mm-hmm. So I, I was rediscovering a, a passion for music. I have a passion for kind of a creative passion for mental health, for ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can tell, I have this passion for science. Yes, you um, do. And so as we find these ingredients, these things that bring us, whether an activity or a theme or a topic that bring us a sense of intrinsic joy and, and meaningful connection with ourselves or others in our lives, we can start looking at incremental ways we can incorporate them more. So to add more joy in your life through creativity, you don't need to make a huge change. Yeah, You can start yeah. experimenting, kind of taking baby steps. Mm-hmm. And that's one story that her journey has wow. been that, that she's been kind of that's, taking those steps. That's amazing. So people coming out of grief, which is a very difficult journey. Um, it is can perhaps find joy again through creative process. Yeah, it's, you know, the the science around the connection between creativity and joy. I think there's a lot of possibility there. We want to serve more people with those experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and every every person's journey through that process is so different. Oh, it sure um, is. Yeah, yeah. But it's something that um, I think there's a lot of possibility to explore for many there. Good. Well, the give, us a, give us some, another example. Yes. Because that's, well, sure. well, it's pretty intimidating to think, oh, I'm going to go get a PhD in neuroscience as my yes. creative project. Give, give us a simpler yeah. one now. <laughs> so um, we had another early participant who was, um, who has been, uh, she's written, you know, children's books, and young adult uh, mm-hmm. fiction. Mm-hmm. And she was at a stage in her journey where she kind of lost the joy of it. She's mm. doing a lot of client work. And so um, some of the concepts and experiences of the community helped her focus on what were the dreams and the products that bring her the most kind of intrinsic meaning and satisfaction. 
hmm. and helped bring a refreshing both to the work she was doing for clients as well as the kind of her own personal dreams. She's also been a part of the community for over a year. And in that process, one of her dream projects, um, a screenplay project, doors open for her to acquire the life rights and actually move forward. Wow. So that's that's one example. Others are, you know, um, <laughs> there's a consultant who joined and um, for her just simply it helped her actually sit down at the piano for the first time in three decades. Something oh. she loved as a kid. Wow. And during lockdowns and the pandemic, it was this kind of like incremental step to actually having something she could do that just brought joy and this kind of connection to something that she'd had a thought of doing for a while, but not actually gotten to that point of activating creativity. I love that. I love that. I, you know, one thing that's going through my mind right now is, gosh, we live in a society that worships busyness and production and yep. profits and end results and all of that. And sometimes I think, and maybe especially as believers, I don't know, but we don't give ourselves permission to just do something that brings us joy for no other reason that I'm not yes. get, getting a product done or a project done yes. or a, that there's no specific outcome here, except that this brings me joy. And I, what I'm hearing you say is perhaps that's one of the most valuable things we can do because it helps us enter into this deeper place with our creator God who mm-hmm. wants us to experience that joy with him because he gave it to us. hundred percent. Okay. A hundred percent. I think there's so much permission to receive and it's, I say this with love because this is where, how I lived my life for a long time. Mm-hmm. There was such a missional perspective and, and mm-hmm. a sense of responsibility and such a sense of you know, desire to serve people. Mm-hmm. That sometimes I would end up showing up in that desire with kind of a half empty tank. Yeah. And it's this beautiful, we talk about kind of meaningful connection and feeling creativity. Creativity, whether it's in our service and volunteering, whether it's in our art and family, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it becomes mm-hmm. difficult when we're disconnected. Yeah. Either for from sure. from ourselves, from others, or for something from from God or from something greater than us. Yeah, for sure. And so just having that permission to receive. Mm-hmm. is really powerful. And the, the other part too, Karen, is that I think, you know, oftentimes that over-reliance on productivity and busyness, it's, mm-hmm. it's a gift of excellence. Mm-hmm. It's a gift mm-hmm. of diligence. It's just overextended. Yeah. Yeah. That we're, yeah. we're trying to, in a sense, justify ourselves or, you know, whatever the lie is, that's kind of motivating that, right. that we need to do this to be okay. Right. And right. one of the unexpected parts of this is for me, the quieting of external pressures Mm. that happened through this rediscovery of life, it, it gave me permission to really prioritize different metrics. Okay. That's and good. looking at the, the joy of things, looking at really like the presence of God. There's so many ways of, of enunciating or kind of talking about that. And it's it's led to a lifestyle that sees creative opportunity every day. Mm-hmm. Where I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know why I'm doing sometimes the things I'm doing, <laughs> um, but I'm just available. And there's so much, It's it's very clearly the grace of God. Mm. It's not this like, oh, I'm going to muster up more joy or energy. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just going to lean into my connection with him mm-hmm. and be available. And I can't tell you how many times in the last five years, we were talking this before the call, I found myself in places that there's no other explanation for, and it ends up being way more fruitful mm-hmm. than I could have imagined. But it's in that trust, that kind of surrender to him yeah. that we get to experience that. Cause there's many things in our journeys that he calls us into that aren't linear. And I take that scripture pretty literally now of like the fruit of the spirit is the fruit of the spirit. Yeah, And he'll lead me in places like, I, I can't quantify this right away. You know, my, my journey with music didn't make sense 
aligned with kind of some of the, the calling on my life, but it, it has been so life-giving in a personal wellness standpoint. Mm-hmm. And now I'm actually getting to serve people in the like electronic music industry mm-hmm. around mental health, spiritual health, addiction wow. that I, that I couldn't have foreseen, yeah. but I just got to follow the joy and follow his presence in the midst of that. That's a long yeah. share, but that's, that's awesome. Um, though. I love that you yeah. keep bringing up the, uh, the fruits of the spirit and that those come out off of creativity. And, and I'm just thinking love, joy, peace, peace. patience, goodness, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control. I think that's all yes. of them, but, but yep. think, I'm thinking I hadn't made that connection before. And that's really beautiful. And the other thing that you said a minute ago, you kept saying over and over again, talking about in community people are discovering in community it's freeing up or helping somebody get unstuck or something. So it sounds like these workshops that you've created, you're building a community. Yes. Yeah. And that's powerful because that's what we were created for, right? Was to be in community. Yeah. So yeah. What, tell us about how that's making a difference. Yeah. It's been such a joy and it's interesting. One of the main blockers of our creativity are places of pain. Mm. And oftentimes pain has come through people where people, their words, their actions, even just sometimes their emotional responses mm. have discouraged creativity mm. and yet healthy community that, that creates space for you to explore, to learn, um, to invite feedback and then receive feedback, but in healthy, appropriate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep using this phrase, but it is rocket fuel for the process <laughs> I love um, it. because it, you, we've all been in places where, you know, like the atmosphere shifts. Mm-hmm. When people start getting vulnerable and that could be, oh, you know, yeah. people getting on the dance floor and like, you know, there's just this permission to like start to be yourself and to bring your full self there. Mm-hmm. And I love it because I get to be on my journey as well. Like I, I'm a fellow traveler with people mm-hmm. like to share what I've learned. And then I also learned so much through the process of facilitating these workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the workshop is kind of like a five week intensive. It's, you know, a couple hours time commitment a week. But then we also have some new forms of community that are more kind of ongoing support that are less time intensive, hmm. um, but a place that you can come and ask questions, kind of get like troubleshoot your process huh. um, and just be in an audience and in a community that believes in you. Yeah. Um, and that's what happened to me. I had people, I'm like, I don't know why you're believing in me in my own creative mm-hmm. journey and process, but they did. Wow. And it's, mm-hmm. it's changed how I've shown up in these areas. And that's just like the father. Yeah. Like he, he believes in us before he has Mm. evidential reason to, but Mm -hmm. because of Jesus, because of grace, because of what he's done. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Sounds like these are almost like therapy sessions too. (laughs) Well, we're, we're very, we're very careful to say we don't do therapy. I know. Uh, We're not, we're not a health service, but (laughs) it's a place where we invite people into a space where, um, what happens is can, can be quite meaningful. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's just creating space for that connection. And especially in that church, I think one Mm. of my like passion statements this whole fall, you know, we talk about the picture that Jesus gives us about the new wine, Mm -hmm. the new wineskins. Yeah. And what's beautiful about that picture is that wine takes on the flavor of its vessel. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes in the church, we've been afraid of being arrogant or proud. And so we've kind of partnered unknowingly with almost a lack of honor, respect for who God's made us to be. Oh. when I think he wants to be seen through us, through our creativity. Absolutely. And you might, you might be seen, listening to this and you're a business person. You might be a scientist. You might be a stay-at-home parent. You are creating in a beautiful way, no matter where you are on your journey, because you're reflecting the creative nature of God as you are. 
Mm-hmm. And I think there's a, the, the word that keeps in mind is permission mm. to explore what is the vessel that God's put me in. Yeah. And, you know, what are the experiences I've walked through that maybe have been hard that give me empathy and authority? What are yeah. the, the gifts and the talents and the passions? What are the things I'm just, I just find myself, I'm, I find myself personally curious about history. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that, you know, my passion for history would inform writing projects and huh. yeah. different yeah. things. Um, and it gives a lot of this multifaceted recognition of our creative nature gives a lot of hope when, you know, at times our creative passion or, or kind of, you know, energy might be on pause in one area Yeah, where yeah. there's not, there's not grace to like, we you know, take a step back from work or, you know, an artistic project. There's just not an ease to it. Recognizing that, you know, there are these God-given seasons where we're focused in other areas can bring a lot of hope to people who are feeling stymied and frustrated. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, our creativity can lead us into, in a healthy sense, just deeper connection with God Yeah, as yeah. we walk with it, him one it, step at a time. Absolutely. And that matters to his kingdom, doesn't it? I mean, he's created us yeah. each so uniquely. And I often call it like we're this, this, we're each an exquisite little puzzle piece to his kingdom. T- tell me a little bit more about the connection you see between our creativity and our calling in the world, in in his kingdom here. Yes. Well, the gospel is full of these like beautiful paradoxes where in surrender and saying, God hears everything, seeking first Mm -hmm. his righteousness and his kingdom, he has all things unto us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's things that we don't expect Mm -hmm. because partially this has happened for me. I don't have, I didn't have vision for a lot of what I'm doing these days because there were experiences of fear and pain that limited my thought that I could enjoy this. Mm. But as we're talking about earlier, like the fruit of the spirit has been so profoundly built through stepping in kind of, you know, starting a nonprofit, doing film work that kind of actually gave more confidence for other creative risk taking and other creative kind of steps. And it keeps kind of unfolding these new aspects as I create with God. Mm. He keeps revealing more of not only who he is, but who I am. There you go. And I love traditional ministry. I love the church. And for a lot of people who aren't called to that, um, or maybe that's not as maybe a primary focus in their lives. Mm-hmm. I think there's this excitement I get where God wants to be seen through our creative nature, bringing representations of his kingdom, of the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. in practical and spiritual ways. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to bring a lot of fruit mm-hmm. in solutions that actually improve people's lives and represent the goodness of God mm-hmm. and the love of God, and the truth of God. But also um, in this world, especially Simply peace and joy are powerful witnesses to the revelation and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And we of all people, and I say this with love, have reason for peace and joy because we know that this world isn't everything. That's right. And the the, the depth intimacy we can access through our creativity with God is a day-to-day reminder that we truly are citizens of, of another yeah. place. Yeah. Getting to love and serve in a way that's not naturally possible. Right. Oh man, that's just beautiful. I love what you're doing, what you're sharing, what you're experiencing and, and the joy that is in you around all of it. It's just so much fun. So this is just such an eye-opening discussion and I, I, um, I'm just loving, we could go on forever, but <laughs> I think oh, we better, I know oh, we better yeah, wrap, better wrap, wrap it up. up wrap it up with one more question. Sounds great. A- a- any last thought you'd like to leave with us and what, Tell us um, the, the name of the book again is Creativity Unlocked. And it's coming out the beginning of January. Yep, in 2022. 
Creativity Unlocked. And then if, yes. somebody, if somebody wants to join a creativity workshop. So go to onestepguides.com. Okay. Um, or just email me, Chris, um, at onestepguides.com or creativity at onestepguides.com. Okay. Um, and it will typically, I'm personally responding, but then we also have a team that's helping out as well. Make sure okay. that people get connected. Cool. All um, right. So onestepguides.com. If you want to find a place, you know, in a community to discover some of your own creativity, great place to, to start. Yes. Any, any, any last thoughts? I just, I would want people to leave today knowing that, um, just that as wherever they are right now, that they're loved. And it's that experience of knowing that you're loved, not just because you've figured things out or uh, you might be in the middle of a mess or mm -hmm. facing a challenge mm -hmm. that you're loved and that God's still writing a beautiful story in your life and it's that. not over yet. And if it's mm -hmm. not good yet, it's not, not finished. I love that. And uh, yeah, just that, that's, that experience is at the core of life giving creativity and however you express, there's probably new aspects of your creativity to explore. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for thank being with so us much, today, Karen. Chris. And it's always a joy. Thanks for yeah, what you do. You too. Thank you. And friends, we will talk to you again soon with another episode in a couple of weeks. All right. Blessings to all. Thank you for listening to the Take Root podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and share. To learn more about Centered and hear more stories of discovery and growth in Jesus, visit us at centered.org.